We're back on Radio Row, and we're joined by, I mean, a, a legend of both Radio Row and also the NFL. You're being humble about it, Lee, and you're, you're smirking when I say it, but yeah, more number one overall picks than any agent in NFL history, as we know, and one of, uh, one of your guys may end up being the MVP again this weekend, so you know, there's a lot, to, a lot to talk about. We really appreciate you coming on with us, a football agent, Lee Steinberg, and much more as well, of course. Lee, how are you doing? I'm great. It's always fun to see you from uh, my favorite city in the world. Do you say that to all the guys? You go on with the guys nope. from from, nope. from Dallas. Nope. You go on the guys from nope. Fort Worth. You go on for the guys from London. Yeah. London. <laughs> um, every, every one of my uh, friends knows that I have a fascination with London. The uh, history, the art, the plays, uh, being able to see something before it hits Broadway, um, staying at the... Uh, uh, just every part of it fascinates me. I even watch BBC America. <laughs> Somebody has to, I suppose. <laughs> uh, they're our rivals, so we're not allowed to talk about them too much, Lee. Oh, but, sorry. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm I'll kidding. Never, I'll <laughs> never watch them again. <laughs> I'm kidding, of course. Uh, look, uh, for people who maybe aren't aware, Lee, as I say, you have most number one overall picks of all time, but also... A legendary Super Bowl party every year. You've been going for the longest running, one of all time, big charity event as well. So what have you got planned for us this year, Lee? So um, this will be our 36th, and we're taking over a minor league baseball park. We're always challenged to find some new interesting venue. Uh, We're raising money for the homeless in Phoenix. Um, We're doing another brain health summit, which uh, neurologists trying to bring some solution to the whole issue of athletic concussion. Um, We've got humanitarian awards going out for philanthropic works um, to Dave Ziegler, the general manager of the Raiders. And um, uh, it's on Indian sacred ground, so we'll have the head of the Indian tribe speaking. And it'll have the usual collection of big business, politics, sports, and entertainment. I think Senator uh, Mark Kelly will kick the party off from a senator from Arizona. We, we actually we broadcast from one a previous year. I remember we saw Bruce Arians early, and it was the, the, the year, of course, with his cancer, where he stepped away from the game for that six months, and, and the team was taking o- taken over, and he... Um, uh, he kind of came and he spoke to us about all of that and was really honest with it and it was fascinating to speak with him and I I, I always find that when we go to those events like the they're almost like the positivity around it like you say the charity element the fact that you give the humanitarian awards like everyone it's one of those really nice events of the week where you know it's not flashy it's not about you know turning up and who's wearing the best bling and who's been the most famous person it's like it's it's wholesome's the wrong word but it's because it's still a good time but. Yeah, I, I always really enjoy it. Do you know, I saw the noisy, boozy, overcrowded, dark parties that predominated and said, how can we do the antithesis of all that? How can we have a party with the noise level ambient enough that people can actually meet each other and talk and have a rational discussion? Love it. Love it. And, and Lee, I mentioned it already, but... One of your guys this weekend, and you first brought you first brought Pat to to sit with us, Patrick Mahomes, people at home force, Pat to sit with us, 
I, I think was it Houston the year that it he was. It was 2017 in Houston. That, that was the year he was drafted, he right? Was the year he was drafted, and and he came round as a as a draft prospect, and he sat at every table, and he must have done 40 interviews, and. Uh, he was this humble, smart kid, and we were all so impressed. And we'd seen what he'd done. Uh, Ollie, our, our producer, had seen him play at Texas Tech, and it was so exciting to kind of see somebody. He had that opportunity. And you told us then, you were like, I think he's going to go potentially top 10. Just slightly missed out on that, but I think he's... No, he did uh, go uh, number 10. He went top 10, of course, because of the trade-up. Yeah. So you, you told us you were good at, that he was going to go top 10, and you told us that you had something special there, and, you know... People saw how raw it was, and you saw that it was more than that. You know, the really interesting thing is is that to try to be honest with people about what a prospect is, because overselling or or uh, just being a huckster doesn't work that well. So if I tell you something, it's because I really believe it, and... People overlook Patrick because when he played at Texas Tech, um, the defense gave up so many points. They would give up 50 points a game. So he felt under pressure every drive to try to throw a touchdown pass. So it meant some throws that, that made people think maybe he was a gunslinger. But they weren't projecting him as to how uh, fierce he'd be in a 3-5-7 step drop taking the ball under center. And um, uh, but that arm is freakish. Um, <laughs> his um, mental awareness and focus in critical circumstances is amazing. And uh, and that Patrick Mahomes that you saw back in 2017 on your show, same Patrick Mahomes. Well, I remember the after his rookie year, we got him on uh, on the radio, and again after his second year uh, during the off season, and again every time uh, we, we, going from a guy who obviously sat that first year, and uh, you know, for people who maybe don't know the story, not only sat that first year, but as a guy taking top ten, the opportunities that are available to you within a big media market, an NFL team to go and sell yourself, to do adverts, to do commercial opportunities, to do everything else, and he just came in, took football super seriously, was like, that's going to be my focus to start off with. Let's think about the other stuff. I think it's a real mistake when a player who's a rookie uh, lets his marketing get in front of prowess on the field because he's got to prove to the owner, general manager, coach, and the other players and the fans of the city that he's serious about his craft and he'll put it first. And then once he's achieved, after... We, in his case, he waited two years, and then after uh, that, started to market. The kind of the decision to do that, I guess, it shows that humility and, and how humble he is. As Jeff Reinbold comes over, gives Lee Steinberg a little salute, a little back and forth. I love this. You can come, come and get in. Come and get involved, this Jeff. Hello. This, this, you know, this is my guy right here. Jeff, <laughs> feel free to pop him on and get involved. Apparently over there, not over here, I've been told. Uh, <laughs> come sit down, Jeff. So we, we were just talking, Jeff, about obviously Lee working with Patrick and mm-hmm. the fact that the first two years he was in the league, didn't do any commercial stuff, just learned mm-hmm. his trade, became a starter, and now three Super Bowls in four years. I think it's fair to say that the decisions made, Lee, were, were kind of the right direction to go in. See, well, that's the difference to me between a good agent and the great agents. And one of the reasons why Lee has been captured on film or 
portrayed, portrayed on film are the same reasons when he took Steve Barkowski as a kid out of Cal. You guys were students together, correct? No, I was his dorm counselor. Okay. But, but your memory's good. And so June Jones told me this story, that when Bart got June to you, the part of the deal was that you had to give back. It wasn't about how much you could make. It was about how can you make things better. And I think that's that's the story about Lee Steinberg that people need to understand. Nice. Lovely of you to say, Lee, for you, like like I say, the, it seems like those were the right decisions with Patrick and the success that he's then gone on to have. Well, what you're really trying to do is prepare a player for second career and prepare him for life. And uh, But with Patrick, you have a self-starter. I mean, if he wasn't a football player, if he was a businessman, he'd be the most successful if he was something. Because he works hard, studies hard, is totally dedicated to his craft. Do you think having a sports person as a, as a father and coming from, you know, learning that he was coached from young and that he was always surrounded by that, that's what gave him that grounding? Well, if you're five years old and you're running around the outfield <laughs> with Derek Jeter and A-Rod and... That's um, a little different upbringing. Right. But you also got to watch your father go from team to team as a relief pitcher. You got to see the lows. You got to see the highs you got to understand why you can't go through those uh, dramatic cycles in terms of mood and emotion. You also got to see the need to be responsive to fans, the need to, to how you should be a good teammate, how to deflect praise, how to praise the other people around you, all those uh, lessons that sports teach us. Let me ask you a question, Lee. Have you... Have you related the story, and you told it to me one time when we visited, about the Super Bowl where you had every quarterback <laughs> in the game? That was um, right here in Arizona in 1995. It was Dallas versus Pittsburgh, and I did have every quarterback can on you imagine, <laughs> Red, can you imagine that? Nobody's going to throw a game and no, nobody's going to throw a ball in this <laughs> in this game that isn't represented by Lee Steinberg. Now, that, the, that's never happened. But, ever. I, but I thought the funny thing about it was I also had Darren Woodson, a defensive back on Dallas, <laughs> and Carnell Lake, a defensive back on Pittsburgh. So my my one client would intercept another. <laughs> Absolutely superb. Uh, have you managed to speak to, to Patrick much over these couple of weeks as they build up for this game? As you're trying to leave your client alone <laughs> right now. Um, because um, we used to have a... I remember with Troy Aikman on his first one, we counted back the days that it would take him to prepare and go into his zone. And... At that point, he just shut it down. He stopped yeah. going out at night. He, nothing happened. And so um, you you want to 
he knows what he has to do, and nothing I'm going to say or do is going to help him. <laughs> He's saying nothing he say or do, but when you have worked with, you know, <laughs> the names already mentioned there, Warren Moon, like, was it, I think 12 Hall of Famers, if we I remember did, correctly. We do have 12 Hall of yeah, yeah, like, like that's I, I pretty incredible. there's some wisdom in there. Like, I'm just saying. Hey, I'm like, <laughs> answer me a question. And, and again, I'm, I'm, this is new ground we're breaking right now. One of the things that I didn't appreciate about Jerry Maguire, which was the movie that was based upon your existence and your the super, first super agent and all that, was the character that Tom Cruise played came off as, you know, that whole thing about show me the money, right? Anybody that knows Lee Steinberg knows that's not Lee Steinberg's way. I mean, you do great for your clients, but you don't do it in that, I don't know what the, I, I, it was just kind of distasteful for me knowing you as a man. Well, remember that there's also the mission statement in there, which is, uh, I think, lifted from our uh, admonition to retrace your roots and go back to the high school collegiate and professional community and set up charitable programs. See, at the end of the day, I don't think negotiating the most money was some stunning achievement. I mean, somebody would have done it. It's the impact you can have on someone's life, being a role model, good second career, mentor. That's the real value. Um, and what we do together to change the world with these social and community programs. See, that's that to me is what... The impact that you and, and I'm I'm going to one of my best friends in the world, June Jones, who you represented how many years? For since about 1976. How many contracts? Uh, endless. Okay, and if if June Jones was sitting in that seat right there, he'd be saying those exact same words, and that's influence. Which um, uh, June was Steve Bartkowski's backup. And Bart was a wild child early in his career. (laughs) (laughs) And thank God for June Jones coming along and sort of, you know, uh, getting him into a more faith-based life. (laughs) You know, June told me that, you know, they were roommates on the road. And Bart came in with all the expectations, this golden boy out of Cal and the whole deal. And June's a free agent from the eighth quarterback in camp from Portland State. And all of a sudden, June becomes the head, I mean, excuse me, becomes the quarterback. And Bart becomes the backup. And they were roomed together on the road. And there was a conversation had after a meeting the night before a game where Bart was despondent because he wasn't playing. And June said, you will not be the quarterback of the Atlanta Falcons until you accept a faith-based life. And that came from Lee Steinberg. So, happy ending. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Often, I I know this year that whole schedule's kind of flipped up and changed. We've got the honours today and obviously with your party on Saturday. But often we see a lot of your guys who are coming in. Have you got a class this year? We haven't really heard too much, but... What? No, because uh, I left uh, recruiting to the younger guys. <laughs> and, um, Including, by the way, Chris, his protege, who maybe has the greatest voice of any human being you've ever met in your life. Like when he first came to hey, radio, I was like, can you just, listen, my man, can you just he's not going to associate himself with half steppers. <laughs> <laughs> right now. 
I want a voice transplant. <laughs> <laughs> I want to magically have mellifluous, uh, deep tones. But what, wait a second, now that's a cow word right there, mellifluous. Mellifluous. Yeah, yeah, I mean that's <laughs> a guy. I, mean, we, 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 I think when people come to the British Sable, they they bring the vocabulary game. They know that you know. I had a mother who was such an Anglophile that. If you read a matchbook in an English accent, she would have thought it was Shakespeare. <laughs> hey, talk to, talk to us about what you're doing with your agent education seminars that you put on around, is it around the country or around the world? Around the country. Um, I want to mentor the next generation of uh, ethical, principled, uh, young agents, and people in all the sports. So we do a sports career conference, which you could want to work for a team, a league, a, a conference, you, PR, uh, media, um, uh, any, any of the manifold uh, professions that are here. And then in agentry, and we're having the next one in Las Vegas in April, um, and you can go to SteinbergSpeaks.com and, and figure it out. Um, we teach how to negotiate, how to... Ooh, i got to take that. i got to <laughs> deal with my wife a little better. Right. <laughs> well, that's the key. We all negotiate. <laughs> yes, it um, is true. In, in life. And, uh, well, that was my first book, Winning with Integrity, How to Get What You Want Without Losing Your Soul. Um, but... We teach them how to recruit, how to negotiate, how to brand and market, how to set up a charitable foundation, how to do crisis control. And uh, they get up and do exercises. And at the end of it, um, they jumpstart their careers. And uh, I was just on a show, and the previous guest was the president of Showtime Sports, Stephen Espinoza who was an intern for me. <laughs> wow. So the whole point is, can we bring this next generation along that understands the power of sports and that their power to do good and not just be another uh, uh, you know, person striving for every dollar? Can, can I ask you a question that I'm, you know, I know this is intrusive, but I, I want to ask it because... How how long you been sober? Um, next month, knock on uh, English wood here. <laughs> uh, oh, this isn't English wood. <laughs> Trust me, <laughs> nothing but PVC. <laughs> um, it'll be thirteen years. Wow, that's the greatest accomplishment. Well, I'll tell you, you get to a point in life where being a good father, um, being a good husband being uh, a good friend to people these are enduring uh, values making a difference in the world that's all there is because the newspaper clippings and profile and the rest of it's not going to carry you into the next life so if you can focus on that uh, so when i look at my comeback it was maintaining sobriety um for these years um the fact that uh, I rebuilt an agency or a business is sort of a cherry on top. 
Love it. At least I could sit and listen to you talk for hours, particularly with Jeff here as well. Honestly, I just removed myself from that situation. It's <laughs> probably the best, but uh, I have to remember this for next year, and we'll let you know when we're having Lee over because well, we love having Lee on. Every hey, year. I tell you what, he is my guy, and you know, um, your guy. there is <laughs> in a different way, Big Red. But you know, when the people that you know that have integrity in the world, and they point at somebody and say, "That's." the reason then that's a guy you get you gotta you, yeah, excuse me you need to know and june always spoke so highly of you and uh i i'm just grateful june is about to set the record for the most football leagues <laughs> <laughs> anyone's ever coached <laughs> He's been in two college conferences. He's been head coach at Atlanta, San Diego. He's been head coach at Hawaii. He uh, has been uh, a, a head coach in the Canadian Football League. In the XFL. In the XFL. And now he's in the USFL. And, you know, if they have the – if it ever spreads to outer space, he'll, <laughs> he'll, he'll be – uh, He'll be a coach in the Mars football league. I don't, I don't hear NFL Europe on that list. I think uh, we need no, to bring it back just so he can tick that one that's off exactly as well. That's exactly right. <laughs> uh, Lee, thank you so much for your time. Really My appreciate pleasure. it. And see you this weekend. Thanks, Jeff.